Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Today's podcast brought to you by the Weekly Standard Cruise. Cruise the Mediterranean with your Weekly Standard favorites like Bill Crystal and Fred Barnes. Visit TWS Cruise, theweeklystandardcruise.com, TWS Cruise. And with us is one of your cruisers, Fred Barnes. And Fred, obviously the number one story in America today is the Zimmerman trial. Indeed. It, and it was... Uh uh, a trial that everyone should have known, including the people who are now protesting and blocking the freeway in Los Angeles and calling for investigations by the Department of Justice, the Federal Department of Justice, should have recognized that uh, this was almost a uh, slam dunk by the jury that uh, Zimmerman was not guilty. Uh, the prosecution had an extremely weak case. They had to bring uh, for their supposedly their own witnesses uh, several police officers involved in the case who believed Zimmerman's story, at least one of them did. Um, it was a, a case that never should have been brought in the first place, and uh, and those who thought that somehow this jury of six women was going to be uh, uh, very weepy and and then agree to either second-degree murder or manslaughter against George Zimmerman uh, were just kidding themselves. You know, there's a political aspect to this that's interesting to me. One is the president's decision to get involved early by saying that if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon. And now, even after the president has said the jury has spoken and, and we accept their uh, their conclusions, there's still talk that the Department of Justice may go forward with an additional investigation. Yep, um, as they did in, in the uh, Rodney King case in L.A. Now, there was a difference about the Rodney King case, uh, different from the Trayvon Martin case, and that is the video in L.A. You'll remember it. Uh, after... Uh, in a uh, local prosecution in, in Los Angeles in which the police uh, defendants were acquitted. Then there was a federal case, but a civil rights case. But, it, but the video uh, in that case showed the police actually beating up on Rodney King. Now, you can make the case that they were just trying to bring him uh, under control, and that's what the police officer said, but there was the video. No video in the Trayvon Martin case. But what Obama and Democrats need more than anything else in the 2014 election is to galvanize all the left-wing groups, uh, all the liberals out there, who, uh, including many who would naturally uh, uh, not vote in a midterm election. And we see all the left-wing groups lining up, even ones like got a, I got an, uh, an email just the other day, or actually just the other minute, uh, in which the National Education Association, that's the union for the school teachers, urging uh, that activists sign a, a, a petition by the NAACP to get the Department of Justice to do a federal civil rights investigation of the whole George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin case. I mean, it's uh, uh, and and the groups like the uh, the ACLU and all these other groups. And the hope is that all these groups, all the left wing groups, will get together uh, and and really stir uh, stir the pot here uh, and galvanize. Uh, uh, the left of center in American politics, stir turnout uh, and thwart Republican efforts to, in the 2014 election, to hold on to the House and then win the Senate. And uh, this may be their uh, last best hope of doing that. I've heard quite a few uh, uh, judicial analysts, uh, court, uh, legal analysts, et cetera, say that the there just isn't a very strong federal case to be made here. In fact, uh, Dan Abrams, who I don't think anyone would think is a you know, would would be uh, a, against federal action in normal circumstances, was on uh, ABC saying that he just doesn't see the case. This is a very difficult case for the feds to win. If you're right, it wouldn't hurt at all to bring the case, drag it out 
then lose it, say, in you know the summer of 2014, so that frustrated, angry people go to the streets again like they've been doing the past 48 hours. Well, maybe you're right about that, but uh, I, but Abrams is right, you know, because what would a, a case would have to show, uh, uh, one, for the uh, Justice Department to be warranted in, in investigating and then moving ahead with an actual prosecution under civil rights laws of Zimmerman, they have to show uh, that he acted uh, in his struggle uh, with Trayvon Martin, uh, uh, purely for racist reasons, that he was bigoted against Trayvon Martin because he was black, uh, and that that it would, in other words, that it was a hate crime. Mm-hmm. Well, we've just had a five-week trial, and they, and there were accusations, but no evidence that Zimmerman is a racist. That it had been uh, uh, that he had been gone after Trayvon Martin. Uh, purely for racial reasons, that he was a a young black man. So, you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard even for Eric Holder, the attorney general, to justify uh, a civil rights investigation by his department. And it's interesting, too, that the FBI has reportedly uh, done around 30 interviews of people around uh, George Zimmerman and could find no evidence of Mm -hmm. racism, race-based behavior in the past. He has black members of his family. He was involved in defending a uh, black homeless resident who had been mistreated, he thought, by the police. George Zimmerman was there helping out the African-American citizen as opposed to uh, standing by the cops. But once again, if the concern at this point from the coalition of people who support President Obama's political agenda is to try to find a way to impassion people in what is usually a relatively low turnout election, the the off-year election, this could be a valuable tool regardless of what the legal outcome is. Yeah, no, it could be a valuable tool, but it could be an even more valuable tool, uh, as you were suggesting earlier, if they can prolong it. They need mm-hmm. to keep it going. Here we are in in uh, July of right. the year before the election, so we're you know more than a we're about a year and a third or a fourth away from the election. So um, what they really need to do is keep this going, and I think it's going to be extremely difficult uh, uh, for them to do that. But um, what else have they got? Uh, look, the truth is. 50 years ago, particularly in the South, America was in many ways uh, a racist country. Uh, America has changed enormously uh, since then. I've lived in Virginia most of my life, and I can see how, uh, how much Virginia has changed. Mm-hmm. Just the schools in my neighborhood in Arlington, Virginia, Northern Virginia, I've watched them get integrated. Uh, and the, uh, it's, uh, I was a student at the time, so I, I experienced <laughs> it firsthand. The, uh, uh, and you know, one of the disappointments at the trial uh, that was expressed by one of the actually a, a minister uh, who was there in support of Trayvon Martin complained to the Washington Post, among others, that race wasn't a big enough factor in the trial. He right. wanted it to be discussed more, that they that they were uh, that he was looking for a racial issue, uh, a purely racial issue to be to emanate from the trial. And and one, that there would be a conviction and two, that uh, uh, that it would spread that the whole racial issue would spread way beyond Sanford, Florida, around the country and be something that would uh, uh, spur mm-hmm. left-wing groups and discussions of race and accusations of race and so on around the country, which might indeed, now I don't know whether this minister was thinking about 2014, but it, it could extend to sure. that. And of course, Michael, a conviction that would surely have been appealed uh, uh, would have kept the uh, case alive as well. I don't think I'd be surprised if the prosecution appeals this convi- this lack of a conviction. I don't think they can do that. And uh, so I think these groups, the left-wing right. liberal groups, are threatened with 
this case fading away. One last question for you on the, the broader topic. I've heard from so many Republicans and conservatives who said, you know, I wasn't that upset when President Obama was first elected back in 2008 because, well, he was running against John McCain, so big loss, you know. But secondly, right. because they thought this is an opportunity, regardless of set aside politics, here's an opportunity to really kind of put, close a door on an era to end all this yeah. Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, uh, you know, conversation about how America is still trapped somehow in the segregated, you know, era. And I, I have to say, it's, uh, the, the number one reaction I've gotten since the verdict in my talk radio web world has been disappointment of oh, we thought we were past this this seems so oj simpson this seems so bill clinton era didn't we make yeah. haven't we made any progress under president obama and uh, have we fred it's gotten worse it's gotten worse he's mm. made america more racially tense and racially conscious uh, i mean go back to uh, well when he said uh, in a speech to expand hispanics when he was talking about their enemies well right their enemies are you, Michael, and me, and and uh, and and tens of millions of other Americans, mostly white. Uh, and then his when he intervened in the in the case of the Harvard professor, well, you know that yes. case very well uh, on his behalf. And then commenting at all on the Trayvon Martin case, and then commenting afterwards about it uh, is uh, these are things that are not uh, uh, one. They're not presidential for him to intervene, and two. Uh, I think uh, we can feel it today that there would be some anyway, but that he's made the racial tension worse. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for joining us for this Weekly Standard podcast. Please check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.